Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews Chris and Andrea Ludig. Chris and Andrea had been through some trying times in their marriage and with their health. After Andrea going through a near-death experience, the couple has made great strides in the relationship and with their health and fitness. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have two very good friends of mine who have been on a pretty crazy fitness journey. And uh, they're my friends, Chris and Andrea Ludig. They're coming from Oklahoma here. So we're on video chat so we can see each other, which is pretty fun. So welcome, Chris and Andrea. It's good to see you guys. Thanks for having us. Yes. Uh, So let's start from the very beginning. You guys have been married... A long time now, eight years? Eight years. Eight years. And um, Chris and I actually went to high school together. So we've known each other longer than eight years, but we'll not get into that. But um, Chris moved out to Tampa. Gainesville. 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 Years ago. And that's where he met his future wife, Andrea. And then they moved out to Oklahoma, where they live now. So I wanted to start talking first about things that kind of were happening in your marriage because people who are in relationships understand that it's not always easy but you were kind of going down a rough path and possibly leading to divorce divorce was definitely discussed and talk a little bit about that how it led to um, some changes and why you decided to go to counseling and and um, change your health and lifestyle um so the the move to oklahoma was not planned whatsoever and uh, we had just bought a house and it was a year to the day we had to move so moving to a different state unplanned um starting a new job uh, i i got promoted so i had to start a whole new office and work was very stressful life was very stressful and uh you know i I think for the first couple of years, we just kind of were going through the motions and not really paying attention to our marriage as much as we should have. It was just, it was, it was a lot of stress because um, that first three or four months that we were here, we were having to pay a mortgage on our house in Florida, deal with our realtor, trying to sell our house in Florida, plus pay rent here. Plus, Chris was trying to launch his department, launch his office. I was trying to get acclimated to a new office. Honestly, we were we were trying to get over moving from Florida because we missed Florida. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for me personally, I turned to a lot of food and probably a lot of alcohol, unfortunately. And, you know, it was just as the months went on, my weight went up you know, every month. And like Chris said, we were just going through the motions of being a couple. That tends to happen. I mean, you know, you just, you're working, you're living and you're just doing your day to day and just kind of things happen and the weight comes on and the stress happens. And then you find yourself in this position where you need to go to counseling or you're done. Right. Yeah. we we definitely hit that point. So I think you started with couples therapy, 
And then Chris, you decided to start working out. Mm-hmm. Actually, it started with quitting drinking. Mm-hmm. Right. So you quit drinking. From then, I think you had lost a little bit of weight, and then decided you needed some extra motivation and started with the trainer. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So you know, I after we had gone through counseling a little bit, I, I realized that there's some things that I had to change within me. Um, so I, you know, obviously quitting drinking was a big jump start to that. And it actually was the fifth day that I had quit drinking that Andrea had uh, the scare that led us to the emergency room to where eventually I ended up with the hysterectomy. So, um, that day, Andrea, you know, they had given her something for the pain, so she came home and went to sleep, and I decided to drag my weights out, so I started kind of working out, and, uh, you know, I, I did what I could at home. It's, it's kind of tough at home when you only have, you know, a certain amount of equipment and stuff, and, uh, you know, it wasn't really doing much for me, and when Andrea had her uh, hysterectomy, Basically, you know, was trying to take care of her and the whole household for a couple of months. So I let whatever workout I started to do kind of fade. Right. And uh, it goes back to somebody I had a conversation with. One of our friends, uh, probably early 40s, we were talking about working out. And they said, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, after I turned 30, it just gets hard. And he's like, wait till you turn 40. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, crap. So... You We're know, not after, there yet. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> getting there. Too close, too close. So I wanted to make it a goal to, in leading up to my 40s, just try and get in the best shape I can just to have a healthy lifestyle. So it's not going to be tough for me, you know, later on. So, um, you know, about a month after Andrea had her surgery, I, I said, I can't do this on my own. I need somebody I'm willing to pay it. I'm willing to invest in myself. I love that. Um, Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, the the money, obviously, you know, you kind of have to gauge what you can afford, but how much are you willing to invest in yourself? Right. So um, you either pay it now or you pay it later. That's the thing, you know, either you're paying now to take care of yourself or you're for the future or you're paying later in healthcare bills and, you know, being sick or whatever it is, you know, and people don't tend to think of it that way or, or even just healthcare costs or health insurance goes up if you are sick. So yeah. But anyway, keep going. Oh yeah. So, um, one day I stayed home with Andrea cause I, I would take a day or two off work every week while she was recovering for eight weeks. And yeah. Um, I, there's a, you know, just a, a local place I found. So I went to him and I said, Hey, you know, I, I, these are my goals and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I wasn't in terrible shape starting out, but, uh, you know, I, I was soft and I didn't like the way I felt. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys will probably see that if you post the before and afters, but I'm going to post before and afters. You sent it to me. So it is mine now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, So all was going well. I loved it. I started having more energy. I slept better. 
you know, and the combination, you know, of not drinking too, right. like everything that just, I felt healthier. And, uh, I, I think after a couple of months, Andrea saw these changes physically and mentally, and she wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. So that kind of leads up to where, you know, we are now where she's at. Andrea, I want you to tell the story of going into the hospital and getting a hysterectomy and tell me all about that before we get into kind of your fitness journey and what you've gone through. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I had started losing weight. I mean, I had recognized that I needed to lose weight. I needed to do something. And I think it was 2017. I just, I started a um, meal plan that you can buy and I lost some weight and I would gradually lose a little bit of weight but then like Chris said um, five days into his um, sobriety. sobriety thank you um, I had a health scare I um, had severe abdominal pain um, all the symptoms led to appendicitis so Chris and I left work he took me to the hospital and it turns out that I had a cyst on my ovaries. Okay. And so after finding a new gynecologist and talking with her, um, initially I was just going to have laparoscopy and have them go in and remove the cyst. And once I started thinking about it and all the pain that I was in, once I realized and that cyst, I had painful periods every month, very mm -hmm. painful. And Chris and I knew that we weren't going to have children. Um, we have, we've been married for eight years. We've been together almost 10 years. We knew we weren't going to have children. And luckily my gynecologist was amazing. And, you know, she did ask me several times, are you sure about this? And she told me, you know, you're not going to be able to have children after this, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, yes, I totally understand. And so she approved me for a hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. And I knew that that was what I needed in order to be pain free. Uh -huh. Um, so I had my hysterectomy on July 11th. And then you year. were laid up for eight weeks. <laughs> and then I was laid up for eight weeks. Um, I had complications from my surgery. So in my hysterectomy, I had everything removed except for one ovary. Um, I, they discovered that I did have endometriosis. And you didn't know that previously? No, I had no idea. Okay. And that's what my painful periods, that's yeah. what. So um, after my surgery, I think I got out of surgery, I think at three in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And Chris had already, later that evening, Chris had already gone home. I was already on my pain pump and everything. And my blood pressure dropped to 85 over 55. And okay. I you know, I was texting Chris and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, but my machine is beeping at me. My blood pressure is very low. I feel very dizzy and faint. And he may be able to fill in some of the gaps here because of my pain pump. But <laughs> um, <laughs> basically I got a, I, she hung up the phone and I ended up getting a call back. And when I answered, it was her doctor, not her. Oh, and, uh, from my phone. Yeah. So they, they had to take her back into emergency surgery for, I, I'm not sure what, because they didn't really know. And they were going to try and do 
laparoscopic laparoscopically sorry can't say that. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so they were gonna do that so I I ended up going there after hours um, and they let me in and I actually walked right into where the little um, what is it the little church thing is in the hospital the chapel, the chapel. The yeah. chapel yeah and you know I wasn't too worried but I still said a prayer just to you know just be on the safe side and <laughs> I ended up waiting and waiting in that in that room and uh you know it was about five in the morning this is about eleven thirty when I went there five in the morning they wheel her in and they moved her into a uh labor and delivery room I was in like the you know like a massive room where like you could fit 30 of your family members in it oh, yeah scary. so that was that was a little weird they woke me up and said hey we're moving her to this room and I'm like oh geez uh but uh she was fine um everything was good the nurses were awesome and they sent me home because Andrea wanted to make sure I was taking care of the dogs so <laughs> so it turns out that I had um the reason my blood pressure dropped so much was because I was bleeding out internally oh my god yeah and so when they went in laparoscopically um which I have four extra scars from thank you um all they could see was blood. They couldn't see scars or scars or nothing at all. I think <laughs> you, you should be you should be grateful for those scars because oh, you're here today. You know. <laughs> so they ended up reopening my incision. Okay. And they had to go in and clear out all of the blood. I had two blood transfusions, and um, yeah, the next thing I know, I I woke up. It was about seven eight in the morning the next day and they told me what happened and they told Chris that they almost lost me and here we are. Oh no, no, no. They didn't tell us any of that until we were checking her out. And then the nurse goes, Oh, you look really good for uh, circling the toilet. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how we found out that's about that. That's how we found out. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So during the eight weeks that you were recovering and Chris was taking care of you and taking care of the house, what was going through your mind? What, what were you thinking? Like, you know, you were going to do after this. <laughs> oh, if only your listeners could see the look on his face right now. Um. <laughs> I want to know the answer to this too. So. Um, he, I could not ask for a better caregiver. Um, this man woke me up every morning when he was leaving to tell me that he loved me and he set my medication, you know, on my bedside table with water. He made sure that, um, you know, my, cause I had to do a breathing tube thing to make sure my lungs were okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so the first couple weeks, it was mainly him just me just acknowledging that he went to work and then he got home. But Chris did everything like, cause I couldn't do any heavy lifting. I couldn't drive. I couldn't, you know, so Chris essentially took care of not only me, but our dogs. And he made sure our house was clean, that everything was taken care of. He wouldn't let me go grocery shopping with him for the first couple of weeks because he knew I was on bed rest. Um, you know, about halfway through, um, he took me to 
Pawhuska, Oklahoma for my birthday, which is where Reed Drummond is. And um, we had a very nice birthday there, but then I crashed after. For, for those who don't know, Reed Drummond is a uh, the, Food Network personality. The okay. Pioneer Woman. Oh, Pioneer Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then about, I would say halfway through is when he made the decision to start personal training. Mm -hmm. And I was really behind it because I knew that he wanted to work out. I knew that he wanted to... Um, tone and feel better about himself and I was feeling better like I was at the point where I could get up and move to the couch and watch tv and I could do light lifting and so I was totally excited for him when he started doing this and you know I saw a big change in him when he started working out like he had more energy he felt better about life he was more positive like all positive things yeah it was such a great transition to see him start personal training. So when you were better and he, you've been seeing all these changes, you started what, October? November? Uh, in November. I started the Monday after Thanksgiving. Okay. So you started in November and it is now May, mid-May. How much weight have you lost since then? Um, so total since my heaviest, I've lost 60 pounds. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, since personal training, I have lost 25 pounds. That's great. That's thank really you. great. So, you know, you guys have done really, Chris, you can tell me how much you've lost too, if you want. Gabby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, my goal is to gain weight. So I don't like that I've lost weight. Okay. <laughs> He's gained a lot of muscle. Yeah, that's why I didn't. I didn't ask you because I knew that that was your goal. So we'll 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 smooth over that. But yeah, I believe we had this conversation when I saw you in December. <laughs> we did. Um, okay, so I want to talk. I want to go on to talk about how the, all of this changed. Uh, changed your relationship and how you react to each other and how you interact with each other. And cause you guys actually train together, which for some couples is not okay. People don't, there are some couples cannot do that, but you guys actually train together. You're on this journey together. Tell me a little bit about how things have changed and how you feel about that. Well, I have to preface this by saying, you know, for your listeners, Chris and I also work together. Right. And so we are together, literally, we work in the same office. Um, we may not see each other all day, but we're together 24 seven. So. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I wish I was around Aaron all the time. Oh, that was aimed at me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, we kind of had time apart when Chris was going training by himself. Because mm -hmm. um, I went back to work middle of September. Um, I'll let you start by. Well, uh, so, you know, I had already been doing it for a couple of months. Um, so it was a bit of a transition for me because I had a little bit of a leg up and Andrea was just starting out. So I'm used to having the trainer just to myself and, uh -huh. you know, him, him getting, getting crazy and telling, you know, motivating me. And then bring in Andrea, who's just starting. Well, all of a sudden, my trainer, all the attention was on Andrea, which <laughs> rightfully so. And I totally get that because I was doing fine on my own, but it was just weird for me. Um, but, you know, as, as we started doing this, we, 
we got our camaraderie back. We, we became a team again. Yes. And, you know, the positivity that, you know, she just mentioned that she saw in me started coming out in her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that obviously just made everything better. I mean, the whole world was positive at that point for us. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It's just been, I mean, we motivate ourselves even outside the gym, you know, obviously it's not just working out, it's the diet too. Right. So making those changes, uh, keeping each other accountable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just been great. And to see her kick ass in the gym and how much she puts into it, it's, it's inspiring to me, you know, even though I give my all in the gym as well. Um, just to just to see her do it and be there together it's it's just been amazing that's fantastic it's yeah. been i mean definitely after my surgery was when i think we we were definitely close when i had my health scare and then when i had my surgery you know our relationship definitely grew stronger because he took such great care of me and i knew that i had him in my corner always but then going to training and it was tough because I was heavier. I hadn't worked out in so long. And, um, you know, I saw how hard he pushed himself and it made me want to push myself that mm-hmm. much harder. And it has been like, we have, we truly enjoy working out together. Like I worked out Tuesday by myself um, because Chris had a very long day at work and it was not the same. Like, I missed him being there. Like, I missed, you know, us goofing off together, but still putting in hard work together. I think that's really inspiring for people in relationships because I think that, you know, like we said, you get into that routine, but having that scare of almost losing that person. So, you know, him feeling like, oh God, you know, we're at this point in our relationship where we're done but now I could have lost you that you get that feeling back. Like, no, I want to work on this and I want to make this work because the thought of not having you there is worse than anything. So, you know, it's inspiring to other couples out there that are going through something like this to make a change, you know, even however small it is, maybe not necessarily hiring a personal trainer, but just going to the gym together, you're taking a positive step in the right direction because, you know, I'm sure both of you can say today that your self-confidence is a hundred times better than it was six months ago, eight months ago, two years ago. Oh my God. Absolutely. So much. Yeah. I mean, we went to, we, um, last month we went to St. Lucia for our eight year wedding anniversary and (laughs) and we both felt so confident you know like I was confident to wear a two-piece Chris was confident to wear you know he was confident in his trunks it was it was definitely it's it's done nothing but great things for our self-confidence that's great that's so that's so good to hear and I know I've seen all these pictures obviously (laughs) uh, because you post them all the time and you post all your gym stuff and I think that that's so motivating to other people so I'm glad you guys decided to come on my show because you know Chris has been harassing me about it not really (laughs) he asked me me once (laughs) but um, you know it 
you get into this rut where you feel really crappy about yourself and the thought of feeling that way again doesn't seem to cross your mind. And, you know, I know with my clients, they come to you and like, you don't, you, they, you feel crappy. You feel crappy about yourself, letting yourself get into this situation, but you see the change in how you feel and how you look and how you stand and how you talk because you're, you're holding yourself differently and it, it reflects you at work. It reflects you at home. It reflects you with friends or wherever you are in, in your life and whatever you're doing. So I can see that there's a difference in your relationship and, you know, the way you talk about each other and the way that you portray each other, because it's really hard to be, it, life is hard. <laughs> yes. Yes. But to have a life partner that has the same goals as you and, you know, to see the progress, like we, we root each other on during yeah. our workouts, you know? Like last night, Chris was working out and I was like, hey, I see your arms, you know, but <laughs> he saw me working out Thursday night. He saw what I was doing and, you know, he was cheering me on while I was holding a 30 second plank on a balance ball, you know, like, nice. so it's definitely, we cheer each other on and, um, I think we're definitely each other's biggest cheerleaders for sure. Good. So what are future goals for the two of you for your health Ooh. and fitness? Wow. We haven't gotten that far. I mean, we, <laughs> we, our next workout is Wednesday and we're just thinking about that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I will, I will say, um, we have, I, I want to give a shout out to drive fitness development, Alex Tufan, Molly Heberlin, John Hapley. <laughs> Shout out. You guys will watch this. I know you will. They're definitely going to listen. For sure. All right. All right. I'll tag them. I'll tag them. <laughs> yes. They've been, oh my gosh. Like John Hefley, he was my first trainer. He was Chris's first trainer when we started working out. And I'm not going to lie. That boy made me throw up after every workout for a good couple of weeks. And um, it's just, it's a great environment. And, you know, That's Gabby. Not a that's not a good sell, Andrea. <laughs> Sorry. It was good because he, yeah. But, um, no, that's how hard she works. That's how hard yeah. I work. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the three of them in that environment, and Gabby, I know you have the same environment with your clients, is that it's a judge free zone. You, you know, they push us. You know, a couple weeks ago, there was one Friday, I really thought I was going to cry through the whole workout because I just could not get it. And, I couldn't get it together and Molly did the entire workout with me and I know that Gabby right you, now I'm gonna have people tell me that yeah. <laughs> no like last night she knew I was struggling with push-ups she did push-ups with me even though she had done them the night before mm -hmm. um but yeah our gym has just been amazing and I think we have another vacation that we've booked for next year that we're super excited about and going back to St. Lucia it's that we're going to Antigua. Oh, Antigua, but sandals again, right? Sandals. Okay. That's our new thing. That's our new thing. Yeah. That's, I, I, then, oh, um, my goal is honestly to wear a smaller bathing suit. I don't think Chris would probably approve. <laughs> or would um, he? I mean, he's got a hand. Can't, can't see me on video, but. <laughs> um. 
But yeah, I think, and it, it may be a long-term goal, but I would love for Chris and I to start doing like 5Ks together. We hate, we both hate running. We do not like running, but I'm sorry if you just heard our puppy. We did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we would, me personally, I would like for us to start doing 5Ks together. And I think, well, I want to say one thing, um, you know, I, I grew up very vain for, for whatever, you know, whether it was the people I hung out with or the environment of what I was in, I always, uh, we already discussed that you hung out with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you aside. Yeah. Okay. Gabby aside. Thank you. I had, yeah. I had a whole life in college too, you know, uh, that's right. That's true. Uh, Anyway, um, you know, there was, there always seemed to be this very high importance on how you looked for me and you working out so far, you, it's, it's given me confidence in myself, even though I don't look like, you know, the freaking six pack dudes in these movies and stuff like that. Like, that's not my goal. My goal is to feel good and I feel great. I feel great about myself. I feel great about you know, just waking up in the morning. You look great. And stuff. <laughs> um, so I, I think it's gotten me over kind of my self-consciousness about trying to look good for other people and just feeling good for myself. Yeah. And I think that that is important to kind of touch on too, because it's not about how you look to other people, because no matter what, you'll never be perfect in your eyes or in anybody's eyes, as long as you feel comfortable and happy in your own skin, that's what's most important. So thank you. Yeah. You know, whether you're a fitness model or, you know, whoever's in, you know, those action movies, I can't remember what's that Jason Momoa or whatever. They don't yeah, look like <laughs> who? Zac Efron. Oh, Zac Efron. Sure. <laughs> But they don't look like that all the time. I mean, they train specifically for that movie. So idolizing what they look like there and in that movie is, it's so far-fetched. So, you know, working out and training and being healthy, it's, it's about a, a lifestyle. It's about self-confidence. It's about feeling good in your own skin and not, not about meeting this ideal. And I actually love that you don't have goals because your goal isn't to reach a certain point and quit. Right. You guys want to continue. And that is what's so important. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. It's definitely like, I always first, like going forward, I foresee personal training in our future. Like drive is our home and family their family and that's where I see us going and I see Chris and I continuing on this journey that um we're gonna live a healthier lifestyle we're gonna enjoy each other and we're gonna enjoy our time together because I mean let's be honest we're not getting any younger we're getting closer to 40 than we are to 30 so yeah we might as well you know make the most of what we can 
Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's so good to actually to see you in video. And um, I can't wait to share your story. And hopefully it motivates other couples to get out there and get healthy and change their lifestyle and, and work on themselves and work on their relationships as well. So thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for having Thank you us. so much. Thank you for all you do. Like you're so <laughs> inspirational. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I don't, you know, there's that self-confidence thing, but um, <laughs> thank you guys. And uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you'd like more information on today's interview, you can find them in the show notes or you can find them on Gabrielle's website at www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories of people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast with Gabrielle Mazar. 